Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Good Stuff Smiles for Miles podcast. If you don't already know me, I am Bethany Eaton, or I'm also known to my teammates as Betty Jo. Today, I am so excited to welcome my first ever guest, Riley Dolman. Hello. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today, and (laughs) and I want to start my guests off with a question, and my icebreaker for you today is, in your your opinion, what running shoe brand is the best, and why? This wasn't on the list you gave me, (laughs) but my favorite running shoe brand is definitely Asics. I've tried like Saucony and Hoka and other ones, and Asics is just the best. I would have to disagree with you. Ugh, I no. am a Brooks person. Brooks, is, Brooks all the way. Brooks are fine, but Asics are just better. Nope. Yep, nope. They are. Nope. Mm. Okay. Well, let's just dive right into uh. these questions. So I gave you a list of faith and running questions, but I didn't give you a list of the running questions. Oh, no. So <laughs> to start off with, what okay. is your favorite way to hype yourself up for a cross-country meet? Oh, let's think about this. I don't, okay, honestly, I don't usually get hype. Like, people always, okay, don't laugh at me. People (laughs) always, like, listen to music and, like, get really in the zone, you know? I just don't do that. I don't really care. I don't know. I guess on the line, I usually get hype. I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, high five, everyone. Get pumped, and it's fun, but I don't know. Okay, that's... Yeah. That's a good answer. I don't I don't think I have a way to hype myself up either, so we'll, I was just wondering. We'll find a way, sure. You'll definitely find yeah. a way. Okay. A theme, song. a theme song. Yes, we do need one. Jocelyn Schneider had to leave and could not sing us our uh, theme song. But sad. maybe we can get our next guest to sing a theme song for us. Yes. Okay, so what but like what does your routine look like on a race day? Like what do you mm. do in the morning? Okay, so for breakfast I either eat peanut butter, banana toast, or oatmeal. I think I'm going to start doing oatmeal more. And then for lunch, I usually have like a sandwich, peanut butter and jelly, some fruit, carrots, applesauce, usually like a half hour, hour before I run. And that's pretty much it. I am so glad you brought up food because (laughs) one of my questions is, is what kind of food and drink should I fill my body with? And part two of that question is like, what foods and drink should I not fill my body with? Man, okay, so you should be eating lots of carbs all the time. Like, you can never get enough unless you're eating 24-7, but I don't think you're doing that. But lots of carbs, protein, usually like half an hour after you run, and then obviously drink tons of water. Electrolytes are super good too, like a liquid IV or like just electrolyte powder. Those are super good and tasty if you don't like drinking normal water. And then you shouldn't eat lots of junk. But also, like, we're still kids and it doesn't matter that much. So, obviously, don't restrict because if you restrict food groups, bad things happen. I can tell you from experience. (laughs) Ooh, I totally agree with that. But don't let our coach hear that you said it doesn't really matter because you never know what Noel would say. It does matter. But, like, we're still kids. Very true. Okay, so, like... What is, like, the best way to, like, and, like, the key to picking good running shoes and, like, you know, just keeping them, like, really good and not, like, damaging them throughout the season for, like, people mm-hmm. who don't really know how to do that? Okay, so going to, like, Fleet Feet or the Lincoln Running Company, they'll get you fit, get you a good pair. 
Um, and if you're like running in them and they don't feel good, then you should probably get a new pair. Um, keeping them good, don't wear them very much except to like run because if you like wearing them walking all the time, they're gonna get worn down super fast. Um, yeah. Mine are really dirty, so okay. I No, it's okay. I mean, okay. shoes will always get dirty when you're out on the trail. Yeah. Like, you never know. Okay, so for the listeners who don't know, last spring, um, our school took a trip to Mexicali. Yes. And I wanted to ask you about that. So tell us yes. your experience about Mexicali. How was oh, it? Oh, it was incredible. Okay, first of all. If you're thinking about going, just go. You won't regret it, and if you do regret it, then you can sue me. I don't really care. It's the, it's it's incredible. <laughs> like you have to go. There's nothing like it. Like the people down there are just incredible because they have such a heart for God. But like once you cross the border, everything it gets like dirty. Like everything, it's so different from America, and you notice that like right after you cross the border, it's crazy. But People are great. The worship is awesome. The kids are a handful at times, but it's so cool to, like, minister to them, share the gospel with them, and see them, like, start to understand it. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I have never been on Mexicali, but I really want to go. I'm going to smuggle you over the place. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely. Please do. But, like... (laughs) For people who are thinking about going, is there like a like a person like a main person to talk to about it, or like oh. how do they get more information about it? Brad Orta, ask him; he'll tell you everything you need to know. And if he doesn't know, his wife will know. So, <laughs> yeah, yes, Brad is a very good person to go and talk to about this stuff. But never bring up reckless love to Brad because, oh. as Brad says, God's love is not reckless. So, don't listen oh. to that song anymore. No way. <laughs> it's okay. It's not a terrible song, but God's love isn't reckless. That's just one part of the song. <laughs> the rest of it's pretty good. But. Yep, that's that's the one thing you learn about from Brad. Yeah, <laughs> reckless love, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big no. Okay, so I would love to dive into questions about, like, how to t- tie in, like, faith with mm-hmm. running and also just, like, faith questions in general. Yeah. So, like, I would love to start off with, like, especially for girls, like, Sometimes we wear spandex when we run, and sometimes it can send off a wrong message. So, like, how can we, like, show modesty, like, whether we are wearing spandex or whether we aren't, and how can we, like, glorify God through, like, how we dress for running? Mm -hmm. Okay, so first thing, modesty is, like, a heart posture. So if you're choosing to wear something that, like, you want attention, you want people to be like, oh, that looks so good, or like, oh, look at your big butt in those (laughs) spandex. Like, if you're putting clothes on for those reasons, you probably should take them off. Like, I've had to do that in the past. Like, I'll put on maybe, like, a crop top, and I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Like, everyone's going to be like, oh, you're so cute. (laughs) But then I'm like, wait a second. This is, like, bringing me the glory and praise, but that's not, like, what's the point of that? That's not really cool. (laughs) Um, and there's always going to be people who are going to, like, like, pervert you, you know? They're going to be like, oh, those shorts are really short. Like, there's always going to be people that are staring, okay? Like, let's be real. This world is disgusting. (laughs) But, like, as long as you know your heart and you know that what you're wearing is giving a good message, I think it's okay. Yeah. But, like, for me personally, I don't like to run in sports bras usually unless I know I'm, like, completely alone on the trail or whatever. And I definitely don't like to run in spandex. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it's like, 
we're not like trying to say like it's bad to wear those stuff and like people who do it's just like make sure you're not sending the wrong Mm -hmm. message to people around you because sometimes it can just lead to a lot but you never know you know guys modest is hottest modest is hottest modesty is hottesty it's a song you should listen to (laughs) (laughs) yes it's it's just a good it's a good thing okay so like while running what are some like good tips for like christian athletes and runners on how to like glorify god whether you're like in a race or like you're just practicing in general Mm -hmm. okay so you have to be intentional with it like it doesn't come naturally it's not always easy but like during practice you can have focal points like we've talked about fca um one i thought of recently was like hills because we do hills sometimes and i was thinking like oh Jesus had to walk up the hill to Calvary, right? Carrying a cross, even though he didn't carry all the way, but, like, just points back to the cross and what he went through for you so that you could have your life, so that you can go run, that you can do whatever. Um, or, like, pain. Pain's a good one, too. Like, pain Jesus went through on the cross. Like, if you're running and you're in pain, you can be like, oh, Jesus went through a lot, <laughs> a lot worse stuff than this. So, um for races, you can like write heart goals on your wrist. So if you have like something you really want to focus on spiritually and not just like times, then you can write like a word or a reference on your wrist. That one's we've implemented a lot. I love that one. And you can just prayer. Prayer is a big thing before and after. Just give the run to Him and thank Him for the opportunity. That's something I've been trying to do recently. Um, but yeah. Wow, I really like that, especially the focal points. I loved what, so like last year, our cross country team, our um, se- our senior, who is now graduated, sadly, Sadie <laughs> Daniels, really encouraged us to write heart goals because just reminded us um, just to think about God while we're racing. And like, honestly, it's kind of easy sometimes to think about it because like you can think about like glorifying God like he gave you the ability to run and it's like sometimes we take that for granted and you think about these kids who like don't have like the ability to walk and like they can't do that and they don't have legs so it's like we just need to be so thankful so that's like one thing I know I always think about when I race is like like I'm running right now and some kids can't do that so I am so thankful for that and I just like guys the courses that we run through can sometimes just really suck (laughs) but like the nature that we run through it it's like you know god created this all and it's like we get to take care of this and like that is such a privilege Mm -hmm. and we get a race in it how fun oh yeah we we love those hills that god created (laughs) for us focal point the best thing ever yes write that as your focal Uh, point thank god for hills (laughs) so like you talked about FCA, and which is the best thing ever. If you live in Nebraska and, and you are a distance runner, you have to go to FCA. It is the best thing ever. You will meet runners all throughout Nebraska that are Christian. They love Jesus. And you just have the best time ever running. And you get to do a lip sync battle, oh, yeah. which is it's the best thing ever. <laughs> I mean, you get to see your teammates get embarrassed and then remind them of that. Also, if you're not a runner, there's always, like, a leadership one for all kinds of athletes. That's really cool that I've heard that we haven't been yet. So and don't cool. forget about Weekend of Champions, <laughs> oh, which yeah. is more just, like, a two-day thing. But I heard that is awesome. Like, if you're competitive, that is the weekend for you because <laughs> I know they go, like, hardcore with, like, anything. They're just competing in every sport they can think of. So if you like that, definitely go to that. But FCA, we talked about being, like, an audience of one for God. Mm-hmm. So, like, explain how you use, like, audience of one, like, not just in running, but, like, life in general. 
Okay. What is that? Okay, let me find it. I wrote some of my entries down. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, You're okay, not the yeah. only runner that has asked <laughs> to see the questions, which is okay. I'm not very good at winging it. <laughs> That's okay. Um, audience have won. It's all about audience, obviously. It's <laughs> in the name. It's all about who you're doing it for. Um, again, you just gotta be mindful of your motives behind, like, why you're doing something. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. I like the explanation. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, okay, but, like, in life, it can be so easy, not even in just running, but, like, in life, you can be like, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z so that these people will see me and they can be like, oh, wow, that's so cool that you're doing that. Like, proud of you. Way to do that. But, like, that's not a good motive to have because yeah. you're doing it for, like, it's performance-based. You're doing it for other people. It's not good. You should be wanting to do it for the Lord and for His glory. Like, our whole lives, like, we're here to glorify Him. So if we're trying to, like, do stuff not for Him, this doesn't really make sense. You know? Yeah, that's amazing. It's just like, yeah, you think about it, and it's like, basically when we're running, the only thing you should be thinking about is running for Him. I mean, He is our creator. He is our king. Mm-hmm. He is our best friend. And, like, you think about so much that He did for us. So it's like, we just need to give all the glory to Him when we run. And it's like, I love when, like, I think it was Coach Heizer mm-hmm. who told me that, like, God celebrates you in the best and worst times. So it's like, that is amazing. But it's like, I know that even if I ran really bad, it's like, God is still proud of me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know if I'm just glorifying God throughout my whole race, he will just be so proud of me. Yeah. So, like, I have another question. And it's like, what ultimately should our motivation be in life? Like, yes, okay. Uh, our ultimate motivation in life is to glorify God. Like, I'm sure you've heard it all the time, you know, going to Christian school. But, like, if you really think about it, like, so much of our lives are wasted glorifying ourselves. But we were put on this earth to glorify Him. Like, we were made in His image, like, to bring glory to Him. Like, it's all about Him. And if we, like, put into perspective how small we actually are, it's incredible to like think of how we can bring glory to the ultimate creator like that's it's crazy to think about oh yeah like big old god up there definitely this whole universe that we don't even know half of what's in it and we can bring glory to him like that's so cool to me um but yeah it's pretty simple like we don't have to complicate it yeah. too much but um yeah if it doesn't bring glory to god then you should question why you're doing it and yeah Definitely. Like, I know today we were talking about in biology, it's like we are the only creatures mm-hmm. on the whole entire earth that was made in the image of yeah. God. And you, like, that is such a privilege. Like, mm-hmm. if y'all, if you think about it, like, no other creature, not a dog or a cat or any animal, is made in the image of God. And he chose us to be made in his image. And it's like, that is such a privilege. And it's like, no one else gets this except mm-hmm. us. So it's like, why not glorify him for that? Like, yeah. That is such a thing to, like, praise him for because it's, like, that's it's such an honor. Like, I cannot say that, like, anymore. Like, it's mm-hmm. so amazing that we get that privilege. And also, like, when you see other people not living your lives for him or, like, walking away from the faith, it just makes you want to glorify him all that much more because you see how broken the world actually yeah. is without God. 
Definitely. Yeah, I know. I think about the world being broken. It's so sad, which is like, it's like just the world being broken. It's like, that's y'all, that's an opportunity for us Christians. Like, we need to not be ashamed of our faith. We need to go and tell the world about Jesus. I mean, that was the commission he gave us. That is the great commission. He told us to go and tell the world about him so that people could be saved and that like when he comes back we'll go and party with him in heaven like it's gonna be the greatest day in your life but like talking about the commission y'all if you have not heard the song the commission by kane you need to go and hear it right now y'all this is the most powerful song i've ever heard it's just such a pretty song yeah yeah, it like it can be slow, and sometimes people don't like slow songs. But if you just sit down and listen to the message, mm-hmm. it's just so powerful. I know I cry like every time I hear <laughs> yeah. it. It's just so good, so and peaceful. like the commission is just one song by Kane. But like, y'all just go listen to Kane's entire album, Rise Up <laughs> Lazarus, y'all. This is the best album I've ever heard, and they are my favorite band in the world. Like they are a funny family and just so you know i'm gonna ex- just explain to you right now they are called kane because they are the kane family like <laughs> oh. so many people ask that so <laughs> that just to let sense. you know they're the kane family but <laughs> guys go listen to that band right now it is so amazing if you couldn't tell this is also an advertising podcast yeah yeah we're advertising kane so kane please sponsor this podcast <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> well as you guys know, we talked about FCA, and one of the FCA huddle leaders was Bailey Timmons. Yeah. And y'all, this guy is the best guy ever. He has the most incredible mullet. He is our coach's <laughs> nephew, and like, guys, he is so funny, and he has a heart for the Lord. So I was going to talk to you about this. So Bailey talked about being Christ-following competitors. What does that look like? I love this question. Okay, so a Christ-following competitor doesn't compete only for his or herself. Like, a Christ-following competitor is running for God, obviously. Yeah. Which is not always easy, not always simple, but, yeah. Something that I've thought a lot about is the blessing that running is, because, like we said earlier, not everyone has the ability to run. Mm -hmm. Like, not everyone can run. Not everyone, like, can run. (laughs) I just said that. (laughs) Um, But when we do get the chance to run, it's a blessing, and we can, like, praise and glorify God through it. Yeah. So that's one of the things, like, a Christ-following competitor does. Um, And when, like, competing specifically, like, in competitions and whatever, um, a Christ-following competitor won't only be looking out for himself, but they'll be looking to see how the team as a whole can get better. Definitely. And, like, will be others-focused and encouraging. Yeah, wow, that is, that's a, that's good, that's really good, so, yeah, yeah, guys, that's another podcast you should go and listen to, the Whoa, That's Good podcast is by Sadie Robertson, so good, you got, you gotta go listen to that, guys, we're just advertising so much stuff, we're advertising Kane, we're advertising Sadie Robertson, you never know what we're gonna start advertising, maybe they'll even sponsor us one day, you never know, but, like, following with the Christ-following competitors, how can we, like, um, like as Christ following competitors, how can we get grounded into the Bible? Because I know I struggle with just getting grounded into it. So like for the people who are listening to this and also struggle with this, mm-hmm. how do you just get grounded? Like what's like the top three things that you would say like yeah. steps just to learn how to just get grounded in the Bible? It takes intentionally intentionality, my bad, and hard work, girl. Okay, like if you are not willing to put in the work 
then like you're not going to be grounded in the Bible. Yeah. It's like consistency is key. It's just like running. You show up every day and you put in the work. It's the same with being grounded in the Word. You have to show up every day and read the Word. You can't know what the Word says if you don't read it. Like, And obviously, it's not always easy. And you're not always going to be perfect. And even if you miss a day and mess up or you can't focus or it's just not like a good chapter or whatever and you're just not getting stuff out of it, you just, there's obviously there's grace for that, but you just can't completely stop reading the Bible. Keep going, babe. You got it. You yeah. Can do it. It's so good. Like, if you're reading every day and, like, praying and actually having that relationship with the Lord, there's nothing else like it. Like, you just have a crazy joy like no other, and you're just walking in the Spirit, and it's great. Yeah. Wow, that's really good because, like, the Word has so much truth in it, y'all. Like, it has so much truth, it and it has... Truth. It is. It is. And it's it's the Word of God. Like, God breathed this through people to write this. And, like, that's another, like, blessing that we get. God le- gave us this yeah. book to read about all the miracles that He has done for us and for other people. And, and not it's even like, everyone can read it. Yeah. Like, there's people in Asia, if they meet up in churches, like, they could die. Yeah. So that's just another thing, too. Yeah. Like, it's big for me. Like, not everyone can read it. So it's just a cool opportunity yeah definitely yeah like the bible is such a gift and it's like don't be afraid to go and ask like mentors or like a bible teacher a pastor a parent don't be afraid to go and ask for help on how to get grounded in the bible because like you don't need to be embarrassed for that like i know it's a common thing that i think a lot of people must have done at least once in their life but like if you don't know what you're reading or you don't understand or you're having yeah. a hard time just like getting into it go ask for help like yes questions are so good it's so good to ask questions yeah like learn a lot yeah you just need to go seek some help because i seek help all the time like it's just good to just go ask people yes. which kind of like leads into my next question it's like the word of god is alive and breathing today <laughs> inside of all of us which is crazy but it's like how do we live out the words of god today in like just like in school when we go to church and like just like in our everyday lives because like and especially like definitely talk about like how can we like live it out in church when we're surrounded by fellow christians but it's like sometimes that's the place that we actually really need to live it out the most Hmm. interesting um well first of all you need to know what it says (laughs) definitely (laughs) (laughs) number one thing (laughs) um and second of all prayer is very important um, if you pray for help living out the word, God isn't going to say no to you. Like, he doesn't want you to not live out his word. Like, he'll help you. He's going to walk beside you and be your guide. So prayer is great. Prayer's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and when you read your Bible, you can look for ways you can apply what it's saying. It's not always easy in some books, like in Leviticus or mm-hmm. stuff like that. But if there's, like, a command or something you just want to remember you can just look for ways to live it out and like living out the word obviously we're not going to do perfectly yeah because we're humans right definitely (laughs) it's it's really hard and like living it out in church hmm man that's tough because church can be like almost intimidating it can yeah it definitely can but i think if you're comparing yourself with the other christians there then you're gonna fall short because there's always Mm -hmm. gonna be like older people are always going to be wiser than you there's always going to be people like 
I'm putting this in quotes, doing it better than you. <laughs> like, yeah. there's always going to be someone one-upping you or trying to look better than they are. But we're all human. Like, we're all sinners. We all need Jesus just as bad as the next person. And, like, comparison's a killer. So I think just don't be worried about what people are thinking. Like, church is, you're there for community and to worship your Savior. And that's what it's about. Not about comparing. Not about who did it best, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because, like, the Bible literally says in Romans, everyone has fallen short of the glory of God, which is so true. I can't remember which Romans verse. I mean, so many good verses in Romans, guy. Mm -hmm. That is one of my favorite books of the Bible. Definitely go read it. But, like, all of them have so much truth. But, like, we have all fallen short of the glory Mm -hmm. of God. But it's like, he forgave those sins on the cross. And it's like... When we talked about living out the word, it brings me back to my point that I said earlier in the podcast where don't be ashamed of yes. trying to live this out. Because I know I have been afraid sometimes to just go and live Same. it out to friends at school. And it's like, you know, they just sometimes they really need it. But if you back down, you know, someone who could really be needing those words of truth from the Bible. And if you don't say it, then like you never know what could happen. So yeah. like. No, there's Don't been, miss the opportunity. There's been way more, like, circumstances where I've regretted not speaking out and, like, being bold in my faith yeah. than when I actually was bold. Because, okay, maybe you'll be a little bit embarrassed. Maybe people <laughs> will make fun of you, but who cares? Yeah. Like, their life, their eternity is on the line. Yeah. Like, they could die at any moment. That's something that I've kind of been, like, thinking a lot about the past year. Like, mm-hmm. life is so precious. And, like, our souls, like, I don't want to see anybody go to hell. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. this crazy thing about, like, they could be gone tomorrow. Yep. So it's just, like, be urgent about sharing the gospel. Don't be scared. Yeah, because when you say, like, they could be gone tomorrow, that reminded me of that one question where they said, like, at the end of one message, it was like, ask yourself today, do you know if you're going to heaven yeah. or if you're going to hell? And that, guys, that really, like, turns the wheels in your brain because, like, you really want to think, like, what's that one thing that gets me to heaven? And you read the Bible, and it's like, you have to accept Jesus mm-hmm. as your Savior. Like it says, again, another Romans verse, it's like, <laughs> if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your hearts that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And it's like, guys, mm-hmm. it's like four simple words, but like at the same time, you just like, you got to believe it. You got to believe yeah. that God actually died on the cross for you and he loves you. and he For wa- you. Yeah, for you. And he wants you to be in heaven with you. And it's like, that's the way to be saved. Yeah. And it's like you can save people too by like telling them the gospel, like telling them what Jesus did for you, saying those verses, especially telling them John 3:16, which everyone knows, <laughs> but like if you don't know it that's kind of sad, but like for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And it's like, guys, you have this opportunity to go to heaven, take it because yeah. like once you accept Jesus in your heart, he will never fail you or forsake you. He will be your best friend. There's nothing like having a relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And if you don't have one, you should get one. Yeah, he's he's so, he's it's just so awesome. great. And it's like, you know, I know I like to talk to Jesus. And, you mm-hmm. know, he's obviously not like a physical person like you and me that would just like respond automatically. Yeah. But like when you talk to him don't think like he's not listening to you he is always listening to you and if you ask him to do something he might not do it right away but that doesn't mean he doesn't love you and that doesn't mean he's not listening Mm -hmm. he's just like maybe it's just like not the time that he wants to answer that and he's waiting for another thing but like guys 
talk to Jesus because no matter what, he will listen to you. Like, if your mom's not listening to you, your dad, your friends, <laughs> your grandparents, anyone, if they're not willing to listen to you, go to God because he'll listen to you night or day. Like, if you can't. Go to him if, first. <laughs> yeah, go to him first. Like, if you're, like, you wake up at, like, 1 a.m. in the morning and you want someone to talk to, talk to God because, oh, like, he's okay. the best person to talk to. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe talking to yourself or, like, he's listening. He's mm-hmm. always listening. And he's your heavenly father and he knows what's best for you. Yeah, because he sees everything and we don't. So like, <laughs> definitely. And it's like when we talked about like Jesus died on the cross, and you brought this up, um, like a few minutes back. But like we talked about at FCA, it was one of the main points that Madison made when we talked about doing sports for God's glory. Jesus suffered more pain on the yes. cross than we do in running. So like, tell people like, how did you like? How did Madison and Bailey and like, how would you explain like? what that like kind of means i mean it's kind of Mm self-explanatory but sometimes people might get confused on the question but seriously jesus suffered more pain on the cross Mm -hmm. than we do in running explain that for me i did like a whole devotional (laughs) during track season kind of on this so i kind of know what i'm talking about oh yeah it was good guys it was really good (laughs) um but like okay first of all he was mocked and spat on and like ridiculed whatever that's the god of the universe by the way like that's not very cool not cool happy lit movie whatever it is um (laughs) sorry (laughs) um but he was also whipped 39 times with a whip that has like glass and bone yeah so it's basically tearing apart your skin to the point where you can see all your organs and whatever like it could like gouge your eye out whatever like yeah. it's nasty. guys it was bad You're like covered, he suffered like, the worst <laughs> death anyone could ever suffer um like the nails drive you like they drove the nails into his wrist in a spot where it hit a nerve but not a vein so you wouldn't die and bleed out but it would be like the worst pain ever same with your ankles um he had a um where's my words a <laughs> crown of thorns oh yeah not just set on his head, but beat into his head. Yep. And these, like, thorns are sharp enough to penetrate your skull. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not a good no. feeling. You ever had a concussion before? Like, that's not fun, but that's just so much worse. Yeah, it, guys, it's like a hundred times worse. Terrible. Um, he also was told to, like, carry this 100-pound cross or whatever up a hill. Yeah. After he just got beat. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's basically dead. Like, he's almost dead yeah. trying to carry this giant cross up a hill. Yeah. Like, how are you going to do that? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then, like, that's just the physical aspect of it. Like, lots of people were crucified on, like, a cross, right? That's the Roman punishment, whatever. It's very humiliating. But the worst part about it was that he had the full wrath of God on him. Like, Jesus, like, his whole eternity, whatever, because he's eternal, he was always in community with God and like with the Trinity and the Father and whatever but this was like the only time God turned his face away from him and he was completely alone and he had the full wrath of God on him yep and he did that why for us so we don't have to go under the full yeah wrath of so God. crazy it's crazy he did that because he loves us <sighs> yeah like guys that's crazy like crazy. I can't believe like I don't know, like, every time I hear that, like, you know, it always shocks me, and mm-hmm. it's always like, he did that for me, he did, he did that, that for, for you, us. he did that for the entire world, and that's He did and that's that a... for the rapists, he did that for the murderers, he yeah. did that for the, 
porn addicts. He did that yeah. for the smokers. Like he did that for everyone. Yeah, it's Not like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you've done. He mm-hmm. he's already forgiven your sins. But it's like I want to highlight something when Jesus was dying. I want you to explain to the people who are confused why did Jesus when he was on the cross why did he cry out god god why have you forsaken me like that has always been so confusing to me and i think it's been confusing to a lot of other people but like why did jesus say that why did he question his father i don't think he was questioning his father i think okay i'm not an expert on this so no it's okay don't quote me (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's because like god had turned his face away Mm -hmm. like jesus was alone he had nobody and he was under like all of God's wrath. Like, yeah. He was just alone for the first time ever. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of like something I think someone said, like, God couldn't look at him because, mm-hmm. like, God's perfect and, like... He can't be in the presence of sin. Yeah, he can't. And Jesus had all that sin weighing on him. And, like, God just couldn't, like, he just couldn't be there for Jesus. And he couldn't, like, see him. Like, he loves Jesus. He mm-hmm. loved his own son. And it's like, you might ask, it's like, why did he give up his one and only son? It's like, because God loved us. That's yeah. why he gave up his son is because... He wants you in eternity with him. And it's just like, you know, you might think like, oh, God's so rude because he couldn't, he, he like forsaked his son and he couldn't look at him. But it's like, guys, God just couldn't be in the presence of all the sin that Jesus was bearing. But like all the sin that he was bearing was like probably like all, all of my sins that I'm going to sin for the rest of their life was mm-hmm. on Jesus. And like, guys, that's a lot of sin if you that's think about lot, it. That's a lot, just for one person. Yeah, you think about how many people are in this world and how many times we sin today, so like, like thinking bad thoughts in our head, stuff like that, like all of that throughout everyone's life, people who's lived so long, we're all on Jesus at that moment. And it was it's, crazy. It's beautiful to think about though. Like, yeah, it really is. He did that for us. And it's crazy to me to think like people who hear that all the time still turn away and they still yeah. don't care. That breaks my heart. Yeah. I, because it's like what other thing could someone do for you greater than that like what greater thing could someone do Mm -hmm. or what greater gift like no gift that i get for christmas or (laughs) my birthday or like if you have a boyfriend no thing from like a boyfriend (laughs) or girlfriend or husband like no gift will be greater than the one that jesus gave you that you get to live in eternity with him you get to be with him forever yeah you get to have like yeah party guys It's going to be great when that day comes. Right in heaven. Yeah. And, like, another thing that we talked about, FCA, mm-hmm. again, by Bailey Timmons. But he asked, who am I running for? Not what. Like, explain that. Like, who mm-hmm. should we be running for? And, like, we shouldn't be running for a thing. We should be running for a who. Mm. We should, obviously, church answer be running yeah. for God. But, like, it's so easy to get caught up in times and mm-hmm. PR and all that stuff but that's not important yeah like in eternity like it just doesn't matter mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how fast you run it no. doesn't matter if you get the pr it doesn't matter if you get injured like whatever happens if you're not doing it for the lord then you're doing it for no reason and you're wasting your life yeah yeah Good i job. wow that that's amazing <laughs> okay now last question Ooh. how can we show christ like love to our fellow runners at different schools and you know even just like on our team and to our coaches Mm -hmm. like how can we show the love to people that we compete against in races that you know we might not like them but guys they're our (laughs) brothers and sisters in christ so like we gotta show them love so like explain that 
I love this question because it's something I'm always trying to work on, always thinking about. But in the past, at like track meets, I always love to talk to girls on the line before the races. Oh yeah, which me I too. Know, I know people get mad at that a lot. They're <laughs> like, don't talk to me before a race, like whatever. But like, it's encouraging to girls sometimes yeah. when you like help ease their nerves and like tell them good mm-hmm. luck. And it's just like, just shows Christ's love, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, it's good to just relate to them because you're all gonna go through the same mm-hmm. thing. You're all at a race. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and it's like guys like yeah. cross country and track are like those one sports that people are so nice. Like mm-hmm. they're like, so we're, nice. like we're on the trail today, mm-hmm. and it's like we were passing um, a class A school, the East Spartans. East, yeah. They are like the nicest team ever. Like guys, like they are so nice. Like we did, we're just running, and they're like, "Good job, you're yeah. doing great." They're encouraging and you. It's so easy. It's not hard at all to yeah like just say good job yeah like or give a high five like it's not as hard as like taking the test like guys you just have to open your mouth and say <laughs> yeah. good job or you're doing great <laughs> yeah. like keep going you're almost there like it's not so the easy. hardest thing in the world and it's like yeah just doing that is showing god's love to them hmm. so it's like i i always think i need to work on it yeah. but like guys cross country it's just so fun to just see fellow runners mm-hmm. um but yeah also, like, after races, tell people good job, give high fives, yeah. fist bumps, whatever. And, like, on the team, encourage people. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. If you say, you like, you can say good job when you pass them on recovery runs and give high fives and just be kind. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're not doing that, then they're probably not going to think you like you're very nice. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, we have had such a fun <laughs> time. So fun. On the podcast, guys, I'm so excited for you to hear the next episode. But Wait, can I ask you a question first? Oh, you want to ask me a question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, bring okay. it on, bring it on. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I'm copying Sadie Roberts. Yeah, guys, just so you know, Sadie Robertson asks her guests <laughs> every time, oh, what's the best Absolutely. advice? Yeah. Oh, um. You can think if you want. I know. Gotta entertain them while I think. Okay, well, Bethany <laughs> thinks. I'll tell you some of mine. I have to find my phone first because I wrote it down. Uh oh. She has to find it. Okay. I need to think. Um. Okay. <laughs> oh. My dad called me. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably call him back. He can wait. Um, okay. My first one. <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this. Um, don't date in high school and. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. With that. Don't play with boys' hearts, or, like, don't play with people's hearts, or vice Woo! versa. Because... Preach it. High school, you're really, like, we're hard. You're really long. <laughs> I can't say it. You're really young, and you don't need to, like, get married right out of high school. Yeah. And you have lots of time. And that's, like, the best time. Singleness is the best time to get closer to God. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you use that time wisely, then it's just incredible. Yeah. And also, um... Before you judge someone, put yourself in their shoes because you never know what's going on in their life. Yeah. That's something that I try to, like, think about a lot because I never, like, you never know what someone's going through. Yeah. Okay. I think probably the best advice I've been given, I'm like, guys, I've been given <laughs> this advice by, like, friends, parents, um, like, my pastor, my youth pastor, everyone. I think the best advice I've been given is just, is just like, to never stop being yourself, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I've had friends that, like, they don't like me for just some reasons, but it's, like, the reasons they don't like me is me just being me, and it's, like, guys, 
if your friends don't really like you because you're like being yourself then they're like not your true friends like find the people that like love you for who you are like god made you the way he wanted you to be and it's like live it out like don't be afraid so that's like that's probably the best advice Mm -hmm. i've been given is don't be afraid to be yourself like i just got a text from one of my really good friends um and he literally said yeah just keep on being you don't like don't be ashamed just like be yourself because i mean god made me and it's like boom yeah god moment (laughs) (laughs) boom (laughs) i love that though yeah it's like if you're trying to be someone else then that's fake first of all and also god puts you like he made you who you are for a reason not to be somebody else not to be copycat because no one likes copycat yep but <laughs> yeah that's good yeah well awesome we have had such a fun so time fun. on this podcast and i cannot wait to bring you back on <gasps> you can bring me back of course yes yes <laughs> but until then guys i hope you enjoyed yeah. this and until next time we need to get a jingle but yeah definitely <laughs> we'll get a jingle the next time i promise guys Peace out.